Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Talk Recorded live. Good evening. Praise the Lord. Uh, uh, Elder Shank, I think. Yes, praise the Lord. Possibly. How are you doing today? Great, yourself? All right. Amen. We got a minute, I think, uh, before we start uh, the call. Uh huh. I notice, uh, amen, we thank the Lord, amen, uh, this evening, amen, we give God glory, praise, honor, we are appreciative to him, amen, for allowing us to have this Apostles Roundtable uh, now going almost for almost two years, and um, we thank God, amen, for everybody that has continued to uh, participate in it. I'm going to ask you, sir, would you please give thanks to God and, and offer prayer? Georges, we thank you, we praise you, we bless your holy name. Lord, we thank you for the opportunity to gather once again before you that we might discuss what is on our hearts and minds of that it would be pleasing to you that you would guide and direct the conversation that you would be a part of all that we say and do in this roundtable discussion. Lord, we just ask you to bless Apostle Griffin and his family and the and the McCormick family, Lord. We just ask you to bless them and comfort them in the death of Bishop McCormick. Lord, we just thank you. We praise you. We thank you for his life, Lord and his life of service, Lord. We just ask you to bless the family. Comfort them as only you know how. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen, and uh, thank you, sir. And uh, again, this is the uh, Thursday evening roundtable discussion. Um, We give God praise and thank him for being on for almost two years now. It'll be two years at the end of uh, August. And uh, we thank God for everybody that has uh, continued on with us and uh, has participated, supported, uh, prayed uh, for us. And, um, you know, we just want to honor God and uh, bless his great name. Um, I I thank God, amen, for people coming on uh, right now. Uh, And I'll bring them in in a moment. As you know, last week we were out of town, Elder Shank and I, and uh, we thank God for Prophet Bahati for uh, carrying on the uh, uh, roundtable discussion. Um, 
we appreciate you, Prophet. I know you just came on. Thank you for uh, your support, as always, and last week. Can you hear me, Prophet? I can, Apostle. How are you this evening? Great, great. And uh, we thank God uh, for, I think that's Jerusha? Yes. On the call. God bless you. Good evening. Good evening. Um, So here we are again on the roundtable. Some of you may have uh, noticed uh, through Facebook uh, that since I came back, while Elder Shank and I were coming back through Pennsylvania, we got a call message that my father-in-law had passed, uh, Bishop McCormick. He was 92 years old. And so uh, since then, we've been uh, very busy with um, just family and uh, plans of uh, the homegoing service, uh, which is coming this uh, Saturday uh, morning. So uh, please pray for me uh, that we're not off in any way, if you understand what I mean by off. Um, I did very briefly get an opportunity to uh, listen to um, the uh, call from last week, Prophetess, and I mentioned to my wife, I said, it sounds like a very good subject and uh, very appropriate for the body of Christ. Uh, The first thing I noticed was that you were on a long time. (laughs) Amen. And that's all right. Amen. And I believe from me hearing excerpts, uh, that you were discussing money. Is that right, Prophet Bahati? That was a part of it, Apostle. Yes, I was. What was the uh, uh, main theme? or uh, The main theme, basically, that I was talking about, it really sort of started from um, being able to, when we listening to God and uh, we do we know when when God is speaking to us and and being obedient to His word and and then from that it just got because I was really sort of like just kind of ad libbing because I really hadn't had opportunity to find out what subject matter was going to be and it just sort of just came kind of uh, sprung off from that and I was just basically speaking in regards to you know when God sometimes uh, we get it confused when God is speaking to us about tithing and offering and seed offering or seed tithing or or when we were planting seed. And then the difference, what was the difference between tithing, offering, and seeding when God has asked us to plant a seed and the timing of the seeding and the purpose and the being focused on the seeding. And that's what I thought it was going on that. Okay. Um, <clears throat> excuse me. Very interesting that you uh, discussed that because we briefly went over that in uh, class last night. Wow. And uh, if... Um, if I went the other way, I would probably, uh, the other way that I was going, I would probably be talking about, uh, you know, the Supreme Court decision of two Fridays ago concerning uh, same-sex marriage and and ask, you know, what's happened in Arizona, what's happened in Oklahoma, here in Ohio, et cetera. But uh, let's just touch on uh, what you've talked about. Uh, um, and, 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 I, and I'll paraphrase and... Um, Please correct me. I stand to be corrected. You mentioned the difference between tithing, offering, and seed offering. Is that right? Yes. <clears throat> Jerusha, do you have a problem if we uh, discuss this? 
Oh, no, uh-uh. not at all. Elder Shank, do you have an issue with it? No, go ahead. Okay. So, you know, and uh, maybe I should uh, even let Jerusha do some talking here because I'm going to go back to deal with Abram here very quickly, Abram and Melchizedek. Uh, uh, we, we, we all know that tithing uh, predated the law. Uh, 430 years with Abram uh, giving tithes to tithing of all that he had to Melchizedek. I went ahead last night and uh, made the comment that, uh, well, where did Abram, where did he learn how to tithe? The Bible doesn't tell us where. I went ahead and made this comment that foundationally that God had already implanted in man that all was his, and I'll let you access a part, a P-A-R-T, a part, even in the Garden of Eden, mm-hmm. where he kept a, a tree to himself. said, you can eat of any other trees in the garden, but this tree you know, I'm paraphrasing, you do not touch. It belongs to me. And so uh, God had planted uh, the uh, uh, knowledge, the uh, understanding, amen, that the whole earth, everything belonged to him. And he was going to allow man to participate in uh, all that he possesses. And so uh, somebody uh, made the comment yesterday, and you know you can see it on my Facebook page that they said, as I made a comment about uh, covering, spiritual coverings. When people approach a person and, and says, you know, I want to be your covering, you know, be aware of that because that's not God's, uh, you know, kind of design plan. Unless the Lord tells you to go somebody, I guess. But uh, I said something about tithe, and they say, well. We're, uh, Jerusha, you are, a matter of fact, we're going to get some scriptures, you know, for you. You remember yesterday. Yes. And uh, I had actually inboxed, we were inboxing the, I was actually inboxing the individual, but, so we were talking about tithing, and uh, they were, they were trying to say, you know, well, where is it in, where is it in the New Testament? And they were trying to uh, st- state that why am I not so tremendously blessed and I'm paraphrasing, if I've been tithing. And I think that's a uh, question that a lot of people in church ask because uh, as I heard an excerpt of uh, what you were saying, Prophet Bahati, there's a lot of people in, in the church economy that are dealing with finances. Mm-hmm. And uh, there are a lot of people that have faithfully tithed and they don't see the um, open heaven that uh, supposedly has been promised in the book of Malachi. Then you made the comment about offering, and then you said something about seed offering. So let, let, let's just uh, kind of go around and see if 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 we're all on the same page or or not. Uh, definitely, I think. We probably can just exclude tithing 
because everybody knows tithing is what ten percent, at least ten percent, the minimum ten percent. So there must be an issue um, um, because people do talk about offering, and then they talk about what's the terminology, Prophet Bahadi? Seed offering is that what you said? Yes. Seed offering. Well, is there a difference between offering and seed offering, saints? How yes. would you describe the, How would you describe the one or the two? Well, typically a tithe is ten percent of your money, your time, your worship, and uh, a seed offering is something that's quite often been uh, put forth by uh, traveling evangelists and so forth. They don't necessarily belong to your congregation, but when they come to speak for your congregation, they oftentimes raise their own offerings, and that's what seed offering is put into someone else's ministry other than your own. Anybody else want to comment? I, I, will, I will not comment until the end. Anybody oh, else want to comment? Okay. Um, I always struggle with that term seed offering and of course I'm you know, we're you know, originally from Tulsa, Oklahoma, and, you know, the birthplace of the, you know, prosperity gospel and um you know, tithing the ten percent and then anything you give above and beyond, um you know, our our motivation there's um should be, you know, out of, you know, love for the Lord and not for what we're going to get from it. And um, I get real disturbed. I've seen a lot lately. In fact, I've actually had to, you know, um, cut off contact with people, you know, posting pictures of piles of money and in the name of Jesus, you know, say amen and you're going to, you know, have this money falling out of heaven. Um, That really bothers me. Um, You know, the, the Lord himself was not a wealthy man and you know when people say you know you don't you know the the seed faith and you know it's going to guarantee you you know you're going to get 10 100 fold back you know i did i just i don't see the lord doing that and you know the lord his time here on earth you know he he was he didn't have a place to lay his head so you know to me it's like people saying well did you know Jesus not have enough faith? Um, and again, it's you know from you know where you know where I spent the you know first um, forty five years of my life, and now you know recently moved back and and just seeing um, you know this, and also too just also help you know because I live in Africa part time, and you know see what that's done to you know the negative thing it's had in Africa, and I know I'm gonna. Um, I've opened up a can of worms, but you know it's. What do you mean by you open a open a can of worms? Oh well, you know again, it's such a popular teaching here in the United States, and you know you go over into third world countries and so forth, and you know this is being you know propagated, and with 
it really does hurt these countries, and it's not biblical. Um, Jay Lee Grady, former um, editor of Charisma Magazine, um, wrote an article that was very excellent. In fact, I actually have it on my ministry Facebook page, you know, call How the Prosperity Gospel Has Hurt Africa. Um, you know, and, our, and as I said, you know, the tithing and whatever we give above and beyond should be out of love for the Lord, not for what we expect to get back from it. Amen. Amen. Uh, who else wants to uh, comment? So what we're dealing with, we're talking about uh, three things. It's part of a continuation of what Prophet Bahati spoke about last uh, Thursday, am I saying this right, Prophet Bahati? Tithing, offering, and seed offering. What's the difference? You can put it. You can put it in better perspective. I'm only dealing with that part of what you dealt with last week, but you can put it in better perspective than I. Okay. Um, um, when I was speaking on that last week, uh, as I was speaking, I was like I say, I was just um, actually it was sort of like God inspired this type of subject that I was talking about. And the point that I was making when when I say seed offering or I'm talking about seed offering, I'm not really really preaching about prosperity so much to say, but for me, a seed offering is, is specific. It's also timing and it also has a purpose that's attached to it, and it's also God-inspired. Uh, just like uh, it's not always monetary. We don't always get a lot of people they give, and they want to always receive money, but sometimes it's not um, always monetary. There are times when, you know, when you, you there's a specific amount that God may have spoken to you to tell you to give to a specific person, a specific organization, yes. uh, a, a religious organization. It does not always have to be a religious organization if it's God-inspired. For instance, an example that I use is uh, God, uh, I, I see it often, I uh, used to be quite frequently, and I did not have the finances at the time to do what he had asked me to do, to give the amount of money that he had asked me to give. But I knew that if he had asked me to give this, that there was going to be a way that he would make in order for me to do that. So I was obedient. And when it came time for me to give what he had told me to give, I had that, and, and I had what I had to give. So I went and I gave it to the to, – I said it was the church that he had told me to give it to, and I went and gave it to the church. Well, no one knew at the time, but – at the time that I gave it, the time that I gave it, um, the pastor of the church's brother had passed away. He just suddenly passed away. They found him dead in the home. He did not have insurance. So the family was you know, giving car washes and struggling, trying to get uh, um, the money for the funeral. Well, God had put it on my heart to give. At the time, I really didn't know what was going on in regards to the finances, the insurance, anything like that. Uh, so I went and I gave the money. I called the pastor and told her what God is spoken to me, and the, and I went, and when I gave her the the, the uh, money, she said that, you know, that's exactly the amount that they needed in order to complete the burial services, uh, funeral services for their brother. So I was obedient in that area, so I didn't expect to get back money or anything like that, but I do know that there's been there's times, you know, uh, sometimes God, he will give us uh, business and innovative ideas or things like that. He doesn't always come back, as I explained monetarily. He'll give you an idea if you have a business or whatever it is. Uh, you may need a healing. Family members may need healing or whatever because there's a purpose attached to the seed. It's seed time and harvest time. So you cannot plant a seed and not expect a harvest from it. You have to always, there's some expectation that goes along with that. So for me, it was it was a healing that I needed in my body, and I did receive that healing. And there's been times when I needed uh, he's given give me time to see something. I tithe and I do my offerings, you know, but I also 
do that in in and when not all the time, but whenever it's directed by him. So when I say seed offering, that's what I'm talking about. I'm not talking about somebody give you five thousand dollars and you expect to get a hundredfold or tenfold and you want it back monetarily. That's not what I'm that's not what I'm speaking of when I say seed offering. Okay. Uh anyone else? I I'll comment at the end. Anyone else were um and let me let me just say this again. Uh, we we probably don't need to talk about the difference between uh, to exclude tithing because tithing is totally separate. It's the uh, and I do hear you, Prophet Bahadi. It's the thing that's being said in in the U.S. and other uh, supposed uh, modern nations mm-hmm. a seed seed offering and offering. Is there a difference? So we're kind of talking about now. Is there a difference? Who else wants to comment? Uh, praise the Lord. This is Dr. Shaw. Bless you. I, I'm just getting on not too long ago, but um, I can agree with Dr. Um, Prophetess Bahati in regards to the seed offering because it is a matter of expecting the harvest. And um, when we sow, a seed, and and when we reap what we sow, um, the seed offering is a ministry that uh, it's as a natural harvest when you're yielding and planting the seed, as long as you're planting it in good ground. So um, when the church has a seed offering, it is a matter of what is expected. When you're having, uh, when you're giving an offering. Uh, and it could be an offering of prayer or the, the seed offering, uh, going back to that for a minute, is where you're exercising faith because um, it's coming from the heart and it's coming where God can change uh, circumstances uh, through the principle of the word and different things on that level. Uh, when you're dealing with offering, uh, you can offer up um, your work toward the ministry. You can offer up uh, in prayer, uh, an intercessory prayer uh, for the account of someone else. You can offer up your services uh, to the kingdom. Uh, When you're dealing with tithes, it is what is requested, uh, as in the Bible, of the 10% of growth, uh, so that you're giving back into the ministry. People always get hung up on the tithes. An offerings aspect, and it's it's a matter of obedience for one, not to be so concerned of what the pastors are going to do with that money. That's not even your concern, or uh, the judgment call is not on you to make that decision because God will have to deal with that. That's why so many churches are failing um, or can't survive because tithes are short and people are not paying their tithes into the kingdom or into the church to keep the lights on, for example, or keeping the electricity or the heat on. People just think that the church is just free and nobody gets, you know, any reward for anything. And, you know, God believes, I mean, you know, from the word that we we should give people their just recompense of reward, 
uh, when they're providing certain services, as some people do award their pastors a certain uh, amount. But I think all of that is something that God will provide for as long as obedience is there toward the tithes. On the other end, the offering aspect, it comes from the heart, and it, and, and your tithes, it comes from the heart, too, from faith. But, um, you know, the difference is what you're expecting back. Usually on a normal level, if you're going to give something to someone, you, you know, when you're helping people, you don't really expect that back. Uh, when someone's hungry and they need food, of course you can't expect that back. So when people ask for money and you give them money, um, they say it's better to just give it to them rather than to loan it to them because they may not be able to pay that back. But seed offerings always bring in the harvest uh, of whatever you've sown into um, good ground. Okay, so that's that's my way of looking at it. All right, all right, all right, all right. Anyone else? Has somebody else on the call if they want to come in? Apostle, I would also like to say in regards to the seed offering, also with offering, a lot of the, we have tithing and offering. A lot of times offering is more um, uh, more contingent upon, like you say, a goodwill given from the heart, and this is yes. something that we do on a continuous basis. You know, yes. we continuously pay tithes every month, or some people pay every two months according to how their their pay is set up. And then, uh, along with the off the uh, offering, I mean the tithing, they also give offering. But to me. Seed offering is something that's totally different. It's something that is specific. It could be a one-time purpose, but it's not something that you would continuously give all the time. Even in the natural, right. you know, that when we're, when we're planting, if you're a farmer and you're planting, right. you have a season and a time in which to plant a seed in order right. to expect the harvest time. The harvest is going to come, and you know pretty much expecting the harvest day of you planting corn. You expect to get corn at a certain time because you have planted that, that corn and you have you know, cultivated and did whatever you needed to do in order to, to get that harvest. And, and seeding is the same way. You know, it's not something that you do on a continuous basis unless, unless God has directed you to do that. But it's for a specific time, a specific purpose, and a specific outcome. Correct. Like the building fund, for example. So it is a time and a place. There's a season for everything. And that would be the seed offering. I, I agree with that. Okay, so, um, uh, Mr. Dean, do you want to share anything before I start talking? No, I didn't necessarily have anything to say, but I do remember uh, a sister that I know who always said uh, when she kind of needed a job and whatever, she would sow a seed, she said, sow a seed for the need. And she was like, you know, because of the multiplication, you know, 30, 60, and 100 fold or whatever. So say, for instance, if she had 100, you know, that's the seed she was sold because she needed way more than that. So she would say, you know, so the seed for the need. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. You know, let me, let me um, say something. Um, I'm not the... Uh, Everybody has their own opinion, and I'm certainly not, I don't control the word or the interpretation of the word. The uh, Holy Spirit, the Spirit of Truth, um, leads us and guides us to all truth. Right. So when we deal with the, when we deal with the tithe, like if everybody knows, like Jerusha said and everyone else said, it's at least 10%, and some people do more. 
Mm-hmm. And the ideology of that is the fact that really it's all God's. And he's just what uh, asking uh, through obedience to give 10%. Um, and of course, in the Old Covenant, there was the tithe was set aside for uh, something. The offering was set aside for something else. Um, and now we got to deal with this uh, this ideology in America of offering quote offering quote seed offering. Uh, in both cases, both of them are both of them are offerings. And uh, of course, everybody knows that where this uh, I think where the seed offering idea began was during the healing revivals with Oral Roberts and, and such in the 40s and 50s. And of course they used Genesis, uh, I think chapter 8, where uh, the Lord um, spoke concerning uh, in, in the, Noah, the covenant with Noah about seed time, you know, while the earth remains, seed time and harvest would, you know, would continue. And um, you know, when I look at Matthew chapter 13, it talks about the parable of the sower. Jesus is uh, speaking and giving us uh, the way with his, the parables, the way the kingdom, his kingdom operates. He talks about the parable, you know, the sower went out to sow. And, you know, he reaps the harvest based on, uh, the degree of the harvest is based on the good, the ground that's sowed in. And then, you know, he reveals to them that uh, what he was sowing was the word. Now, I think I heard on, in, in the call here, and I, I think I heard it yesterday, too, that, you know, you, you can tithe. I'm, 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 let me just go back here. Somebody said you can tithe your time, you can tithe worship and whatever. Uh, let me just remove that. Um you can't. You cannot tithe your time. Mm-mm. All your time belongs to God. <laughs> you can't just give him ten percent and then keep. You know, all your time belongs to God, if you will, in, in one sense. But I do know what people are saying. Um, I heard somebody make the statement that uh, uh, Prophet Bahari uh, was led by the Lord to give a certain offering a seed or whatever, and it met a need, uh, really, don't you, wouldn't you agree, saints, that any time we give an offering, that we ask, we should ask the uh, Holy Ghost, Holy Spirit to, uh, what is it that we should give? Yes. I, I mean, in in a very fundamental way, we should just say, okay, Lord, what do you want me to give? Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, um, I I know the seed offering idea concept has been used for a lot of manipulation. Yes, it's mm-hmm. been used for a lot of. It's been used to make a lot of people rich. Mm-hmm. In the fact that they will send you a a letter that they say they wrote, but it's market. They use marketing strategies. Mm-hmm. I don't know who's saying, mm-hmm, I got somebody agree. <laughs> but, 
but uh, they use market. They'll use marketing strategies, saying, you know, you send in this seed or this seed of this amount or that amount, and you know, we're going to pray for you, <laughs> and so on and so forth. Those people don't. Those people don't know you. You don't know whether they're going to pray for you or not. And um, and and the idea is, you know, you sow in the seed, and they tell you, and they tell you what you're going to get. In, in one sense, they kind of explain in the paper what God's going to do for you. Mm-hmm. Um, that's that's not right. I mean, that, yeah. that, that it, it, there's something wrong with that. Yeah. There's a spirit of error in that. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm not saying that you can't give an offering to ministries, right. but it should be the Lord directing you what to give them. Amen. Not a market, not a marketing strategy. Right. The Lord should direct you what to give because we're supposed to be led by the Spirit, not led by marketing strategies. Um, and it's, it, it is true that people have given uh, what they call seed offering, and, the, and what and, and the idea is, you know, you're planting a seed, you're expecting harvest. And you should expect a harvest because that's what the Bible says. You know, whatsoever, whatsoever you sow, that shall you reap. So if you sow finances, you should expect to receive a financial harvest. If you sow peace, you should expect to receive peace. What it is, you you don't sow corn and, and receive tomatoes because that's not the way the kingdom, uh, that's not what Jesus that's not what God uh, uh, declared. He talked about seed time and harvest. Whatever seed you sow, that's the word. That's that's the harvest that's coming back. I think we all know that it's been used for manipulation mm-hmm. and uh, make a lot of folks rich to sit on. Excuse the expression, twenty five thousand dollar toilets. Mm-hmm. Ain't nobody, ain't nobody said nothing but Juice and I. <laughs> Um, I'm waiting to, to comment, uh, Apostle. Go ahead. Uh, well, I think that, and I, I will agree 100% with everything that you're saying, and I think uh, uh, from what I was speaking last week, I think the content in which I was speaking is in regards to us having the ability to listen to when God is speaking to us. And I used, uh, you know, when I said seed time, offering those type of things, and I think I made it very clear that, you know, that I was, I don't, I don't believe in that, the prosperity preaching. I don't believe in that. But what I do know is that what I was saying is in regards to when God is, you know, a lot of times there is, you know, like you say, there is a lot of manipulation going on. You know, fleece, mm-hmm. I just say they're basically fleecing God's people, and I'm really 100% against mm-hmm. that because when God speaks to you directly and what I was emphasizing and stating that listening, being able to listen to when God is actually speaking to you. When God, I didn't need that those people to come and tell me anything about what they needed. God spoke to me and told right. me what He wanted me to do. That's what you're so supposed God, to do, right? And so when God is speaking to us, we have to be obedient and right. listen to to His His voice and whatever He's telling us to do. Then we should, whether it's, it's seeding money, whatever it is that He's asking us to do. And I think that's what basically what, what I was really. Speaking in, in terms of that, because we know that you know in the body of Christ, there there a lot of people are doing a lot of things that they should not be doing, and especially when it comes to money. And that's why he said the the love of money, the love of money mm-hmm. is the root of all evil. And there's a lot of evil going on in the body of Christ in regards to money because we don't have a clear understanding, a concept of what money is really 
really all about and why, you know, it, money can be an oh, idol for us. A lot of us are using money as an idol, and we don't really realize that this mm-hmm. money has become an idol because we're not using it the way that God has in, has purpose for us to use the money. Amen. In Deuteronomy mm-hmm. eight eighteen, it says, uh, I've given you the power to obtain yes. uh, wealth to wealth. establish, you know, mm-hmm. my kingdom. And mm-hmm. uh, God uh, uh, does desire his people to have ma- uh, to have money. Amen. And uh, for not the money to control us, but for the money to be uh, used for the direction uh, of uh, building the kingdom. And, and so that, amen, God wants us to also uh, uh, enjoy life. And he will, amen, bless people, amen, so that they can jo- enjoy life. But the money cannot be controlling them, right. because then it becomes, like you say, the idol. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, um, money is a very big thing uh, <laughs> in the uh, in the body uh, of uh, of Christ. I recall a church that the Lord told me to leave. Mm-hmm. An individual was had uh, a couple times given my wife and I. Uh, a couple of large sums of money, like you know, the person would come and give us five hundred dollars, you know, uh, and of course secretly. But mm-hmm. uh, the day that I was leaving, uh, the day that I was leaving, when they found out, they came back to me and said, you know, they they were disappointed that I was leaving, and they made the statement. She says I was going to uh, uh, give you because every other time they were told me the Lord told them to give it. Time because they were upset. They said, "Well, I'm not going to give it to you now." Uh, God uh, looks for what obedience in everything we do, financially, prayer, whatever we do. He's looking for obedience and faith. And like Prophet Bahadi said, "Amen." Uh, when it's time to give, the Lord prompts us to give. He may not always tell us why. We just we're just responsible for obedience. So. Uh, for me not to go uh, any deeper in this, um, I, I believe that offering and what they call seed offering to me is just offering. It's, it's just offering to me. And either the Lord's going to tell me to give a certain amount or I'm free to give uh, an amount. You know, if the Lord doesn't say something, I'm able to give an amount, but sometimes he'll tell me uh, to give a certain amount, uh, not for manipulation, but to bless and support mm-hmm. uh, the the kingdom. You can always tell when, you can always tell saints when people uh, buy into, and, and excuse the expression, buy into, buy mm-hmm. into a vision because they'll financially support it. People, if they ha- if they have the capability, they'll always financially support. Amen. That as well as uh, supported in other ways, uh, because you know money is very dear to uh, people, and some people have to be very frugal in handling what they have, mm-hmm. and so uh, they have to be very careful about how they handle it, uh, because they don't have the excess to just, you know, scatter it everywhere they want. 
But yeah, there's a lot of manipulation. When there was the discussion with um, uh, Pastor Creflo Dollar about the airplane, and there was a lot of discussion about that. I just looked at somebody and said, I don't know what they're complaining about. He's going to get it. Mm-hmm. And people were talking about, you know, his, his $65 million plane. I said, he's going to get his plane. I said, he's got the supporters. He's going to get the plane. I don't know why they're talking about it. I do know why they're talking about it, but I'm just saying, bottom line was, he was going to get it. And I would think, and I, you all may think, maybe maybe you may think differently of me, but if his schedule is as they described, if his schedule is as they described, and he's not able to use uh, the commercial airlines to to do what he his schedule demands, then he probably needs a plane. Mm-hmm. I, I'm just giving you a uh, uh, unbiased opinion. If if his schedule is like it says it is. He probably needs a plane to get to where he's got to go to meet the schedule. If those schedules are God-designed, you know, I guess he's got to do it. Uh, but uh, nevertheless, uh, there is a uh, – let me let me sh- share something with you, Saints, and um, let me just – since I've got your attention. This morning I was sharing with my wife. This morning I was praying uh, – not praying. I was asleep and had a dream, and there was maybe four or five – uh, six people in the uh, dream, and something was going on. And then all of a sudden, I told them as they, I had them lined up, and I told them, I don't know what's going on here. Somebody's doing something, uh, but there's witchcraft operating here. Mm-hmm. Portion, I guess. But uh, you can pray with me about why I had that dream. I don't know who those people were. But it was very evident in my dream that I was um, pointing out, you know, witchcraft operating, and these folks were saints. Hmm. Nevertheless, any other comments about um, finance or offering seed offering? Well, one of the things I think is really going to be happening um, among the body with, you know, again, the, for instance, you know, our, our country is in great turmoil um you know judgment is you know god's judgment is beginning and so forth is you know those that you know give money to get a tax write off that sort of thing and you know there's so many times with the 501c3 that they have been abused and you know what's on the horizon talking with accountants and attorneys and so forth um Pretty soon, you know, that may be totally stripped from the country, you know, from, you know, our country. Um, And it's like, okay, why are we giving? Are we giving to get the tax write off? Um, That's the wrong motivation. I I personally, I don't have a 501c3. Number one, I can't afford it. Um, And also, two, I don't want the government telling me what I can and can't do within the ministry that God has called me to. And if someone, you know, wants to contribute, the only reason they want to contribute to my next, say, my next trip to Africa is to get a tax write-off, 
that's not a godly motivation. Mm-hmm. And um, so there, there's going to be a, a great shaking um, that's going to be happening with finances and so forth. And, you know, areas, you know, with churches and congregations, you know, where it's been abused, you know, God's not going to be mocked. Amen. Amen. I was speaking to a uh, apostle in a uh, one of the larger uh, apostolic uh, movements in the United States. He's the number two. Um, he's number two in his organization, and uh, he's here, he lives here in Cleveland. We were we were talking today, and he told me that uh, this year has been the worst financial year that he's experienced as being. Mm-hmm over his ministry uh and uh, uh he we, we didn't go into why but i know i've heard this a lot that um you know giving is down in uh, uh many places and uh, uh drusha uh in addition to what i'm saying going back to what you're saying uh yes the tax exempt status uh is being targeted they mm-hmm. want to, they want to remove that mm-hmm. and uh that's been a, a great shelter tax shelter a mm-hmm. great shelter for the churches for individuals and whatever and uh th- some things like you say some things on the horizon uh it may uh, it may change and mm-hmm. one of the things that one of the things that uh, may change, saints of God, is that the church, in a sense, the people in the church have been divided, in a sense, mm-hmm. uh, in this way, that uh, because there's so many commodities, there's so much merchandise that mm-hmm. you can obtain now, there's so many things that you can buy with money, uh that's so much different than the church 40, 50 years ago. There wasn't, mm-hmm. we didn't have so many opportunities to go to stores, right. to go on these vacations and uh, to spend money like we do. Uh, if the economy uh, goes the way some people prophetically are saying it's going to go, mm-hmm. some, of these, some of these things may stop and it may cause people to rethink the way they handle the money Mm-hmm. And churches are going to have to prepare, as I keep saying here in Cleveland, we're going to have to prepare for increase, mm-hmm. uh, 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 people increase, you know, and uh, we may begin to uh, handle our money more wisely and more frugally, uh, mm-hmm. uh, if that's the right word, uh, because mm-hmm. of the, uh, the the judgment things that are being mm-hmm. prophesied over this nation, yes. Mm-hmm. You were going to say something, Jerusha? No, uh-uh. I'm disagreeing with what you were saying. Uh, Apostle, uh-huh. I had something I wanted to say. Yes. Um, I, I understand what you guys are saying, and I do believe that, you know, um, I, I would, churches are automatically exempt. We already have an amendment right and our constitutional rights, and so I don't really understand why a lot of churches do the 501C. I do understand it, but I think 
that when they do the 501C, they use it in the wrong way. And, uh, I mean, just like, you know, especially if you have a lot of uh, people in your in your church or whatever, um, I don't, you should not even have your church under, uh, I don't even think you should have your church incorporated because once you incorporate a church, it's the same as any business that's incorporated. The, the state or the government or that state that you're in has a right to come in and audit mm-hmm. your books or do whatever it is that they, that they feel is necessary. If anyone makes a complaint about anything, they have a right to come in to, to audit. Mm-hmm. So I... I would never incorporate my church or but if you have a, a the social service part of, of your church which is your the which is different then that's where that the 501c could be effective if it was used properly but because of greed mm-hmm. they have not used used it properly they have they have abused the programs and uh, these mm-hmm. programs have been around for a long time and when once the um uh, our, our president came in, and they started doing a faith-based initiative. All these things started coming about where people started to apply for 501C, getting it, and, and it's a lot of money for some people, and so mm-hmm. a lot of greed is attached to it, and they're not using the program for social services like they should be or for at-risk for, for youth and the people, the kids that are in our in our churches, for meal programs and the things that they really should be using it for, and that there becomes a, a lot of misuse and abuse of the money, and so therefore now the church is in trouble. Now we want to try to correct what they should have never been uh, uh, getting into in the first place without proper knowledge or understanding of what they were really doing because they already have a five. We're already exempt from taxes anyway to begin with. Anytime you uh, a church, that's our amendment right. That's our constitutional right. Well, yes, I, I totally agree with you. We're tax exempt, but just like you said, uh, some of the uh, ministries they mm-hmm. want to have the uh, government. Um, mm-hmm cooperation or partner with the government in mm-hmm. getting those funds and whatever and you know they're saying well you have to have a 501c3 and whatever and they've went to it and then as you said then the government has a, a say so mm-hmm. uh, and evidently uh, these services they will not give it to you if you're only tax exempt. And, you know, they, they they know what they're doing. I, I understand what you're saying, Prophet Bahadi. I understand what you're saying. Uh, any, anyone else? Anyone else? So question is, is tithing in the New Testament? With... To me, it is. Um, of course, you know, with my background, to me... I can say Old Testament, New Testament, it's all one book, um, you know, and, and I hear believers say, oh, Jesus did away with the law. Um, no, Jesus oh, fulfilled the law. That's right. And, yeah, go ahead. Um, I was agreeing with you. He fulfilled it. I was agreeing with you. Amen. Yeah, and you know, because when when in, in fact I had this um, happen last Sunday at uh, at the Nigerian church that I speak at, and someone you know brought out, oh well, Jesus did away with the law, and so I stood up. And I said, well, come on, let's let's go rob a bank, and you know let let let's go have an orgy, and all. And y'all seen the look on the young man's face? But I said, well, you said Jesus did away with the law. We don't have to obey the law, <laughs> and. And, uh, you know, a wild look, and it was just like, no, Jesus fulfilled the law. He gave us, you know, and again, we do fail, we do fall, you know, and praise the Lord, you know, for Jesus' salvation. But he never did away with the law. Jesus obeyed it himself. And, um, you know, it's for our instruction, our protection, um, you know, and, um 
you know, so to me, yes, tie, tie, it, it's all one book. Um, it's, and, and again, you know, with the thing that came up with the taxes and Jesus had Peter, you know, go catch the fish and there was the coin in its mouth to pay the taxes to, to render unto Caesar what is Caesar's. And by the way, that scripture also is talking more than just taxes. It's different laws and so forth. Um, but yes, it, it's there. It's there. And, um, you know, and again, praise the Lord, you know, we can give above and beyond that 10%. Um, and it sh- again, it should be for our love to the, for the Lord that we want to please the Lord and we want to see, you know, the good news go forth, especially as the end times are coming, um, to get, to get the good news of the gospel out to, to the world. Amen. Amen. Um, Minister Deneen, are you on the call? Minister Deneen, are you on the call? Yes, I am. Sorry, I was on mute. <laughs> Did you know, uh, maybe you don't know uh, who is talking. This is Jerusha uh, Myers in Oklahoma. Right. Have, have you all sh- talked on? Uh, and the reason why I make saying this is because she has the mindset to go to Africa. Is that right, Jerusha? Yes, um, I'm planning to uh, go back to the, um, in December. In December, oh. you're going back to Uganda. Yes, yeah, I'll be based in Uganda and and going to into different countries in East Africa. Yes, Elder Shing, that's where you went, right? Yes, I've been to Uganda. You, you were there two years ago, correct? Yes. Okay. And I want to go too. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I'm actually planning on staying six months this time. Amen. Well, um, um, Jerusha, are are you uh, planning on doing a GoFundMe? Um, I have thought about that. So have um, I. That's why I'm saying it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, I have I've had people try to do those, and sometimes it's really hard to get your money from them. <laughs> And um, basically, um, they're you know again, if someone is really needing the tax write off or whatever, you know, it's like well, you know, I'm I'm talking to, um, in fact, my congregation um, is um, they don't actually my have an actual 501c3. They do have a ministry that's under uh, Christ for the Nations. And so um, we have been talking about that, that, you know, there's a possibility that, you know, people would be able to to give through that. And um, so um, I know the last time somebody just went and directly bought my ticket um, for, you know, the trip and again, um, you know, the, the monthly expenses and so forth. But it's very, very cheap for me to live in Africa. So... <laughs> Um, money goes a lot further, and I, I don't stay in hotels. I don't go to do touristy stuff. I mean, you know, I've I've never seen a lion in Africa, for example. Um, I don't go to the parks and things like that. But um, I've just heard so many negative things about the GoFundMe, uh, and they do take out a percentage. Oh, do they? Okay, okay, yeah. okay. I only mentioned uh, Minister Deneen because I know she has uh, aspirations to uh, go there too. Uh, as a matter of fact, um, she has um, uh, 
a ministry, a church there in Africa, at least one we know, that is named after her. Is that what you're saying? That's correct. Hatcher's International Ministry. And so um, um, all these things, you know, these visionary things that we're talking about, mm-hmm. uh, it takes it takes finances. Mm-hmm. I know uh, Dr. Shaw has uh, just come back from uh, a time away, and I know she's got a lot to share. Mm-hmm. Uh, probably going to take uh, time and finances. Right, mm-hmm. Dr. Shaw? Yes. Amen. So, you know, everything everything we do, saints, you know, everything we do in the kingdom, mm-hmm. it, it takes finances. Yes. And, uh, Jesus uh, spoke a lot about finances more than uh, maybe some people know, but he t- talked a lot about it. Mm-hmm. And uh, like you started out, uh, Jerusha, by saying Jesus, was, Jesus wasn't wealthy in, mm-hmm. in the natural sense. Mm-hmm. He did have He did have a core group of ladies, if you will, mm-hmm. that supported him. There was right. a group that um, followed and mm-hmm. uh, supported him. Of course, everybody knows when he had to pay taxes what he did. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. He went to the water, you know, to the fish, right? But uh, in other words, and, and I think that's descriptive of the fa- fact that as we go forward in God, amen, by faith, the Lord will supply. He becomes amen. not just He's not just a provider, he becomes provision. Yes, absolutely. Absolutely, and I just want to add to that, Apostle. Um, that that was definitely the main thing that I, I had mentioned earlier as far as faith was concerned because it's really not about the seed. It's about the faith and letting God mm-hmm. deal with us the way that he prefers to deal with us and not the way that we think we want him to deal with us. And he always gives us what we need. So mm-hmm. just to have the faith in him and letting God be God and uh, not getting uh, over excited about, you know, what we should do, but get excited about what God wants us to do. Mm-hmm. Amen. Amen. So uh, we've been on about an hour. Again, I thank the Lord for Prophet Bahati that uh, you 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 know, carried the ministry uh, last Thursday. It is, it is so appreciative. I am so mm-hmm. appreciative uh, of it. I uh, <clears throat> I shared um, with some um, that even when we were in New York, even though I was there in the city, that, you know, our, our living conditions, unfortunately, were not the best. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, uh, you know, the Lord... You know, yet blessed in spite of that. Uh, Amen. I want to give everybody, uh, and I won't. I won't go into that because I almost did. Because this is recorded, and anybody can log mm-hmm. in and listen to this. Uh, I'll speak directly to the people responsible for our living conditions, Elder Shane. Mm-hmm. Uh, yes. But um, anybody having last words, comments? concerning anything that we've talked about tonight. Um, uh-huh. this is a, Mr. Charlton, two things. Uh, one, regarding sowing the seed. Uh, from from my aspect, it goes beyond the tithes and offerings, 
offerings. And it might not necessarily be monetary. Say, for instance, uh, mm-hmm. I might be struggling over here myself, but then I see my 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 sister, a widower, you know, uh, Dr. Shaw, and I go over there and I lend her a hand. But, you know, mm-hmm. I look past what, what my need is and I help someone mm-hmm. else in their need and in turn, you know, God can uh, help me. And the other thing, ironically, I was talking to one of my coworkers today, and he's from Ghana, and we were discussing uh, Liberia. I told him I wanted to uh, mm-hmm. go over there within the next year. And I said, and I also want to go to England and, you know, in Canada. I said, I want to go to those, those three destinations. If I don't go anywhere else, I said, within the next year or so. Mm-hmm. And uh, so he said, well, if you go to Liberia, make sure you stop in Ghana. <laughs> and I said, and he, then he got ready to leave my, after we finished our discussion, he got ready to leave my desk. And then he turned around and he came back to me and he said, he said, whatever the Lord tell you to go, just say yes. And he's mm-hmm. going to supply the need. And this is what, mm-hmm. you know, I don't talk to this young man. You know, they they had they had us on a project together, and he had to come to my desk for a half an hour. And we got finished doing what we were talking about probably in 10 minutes. I told him what I needed in the database. And then we started talking about missions. And, you know, he walked away, came back. He said, wherever the Lord tell you to go, just say yes. Amen. <laughs> and he's going to provide the way. So, uh, mm-hmm. you know, I look forward to that. Amen. Amen. Mm-hmm. Amen. Anyone else? Anyone else? Apostle, I have a question. Yes, ma'am. Uh, I was in church on Sunday, and so the uh, the minister, he was telling the uh, congregation about, I guess it's a, I don't know if it's really new or not. I haven't really heard of it, but it was called Secure Give, and so he was saying that it's a mobile app that you could that yeah. you could put on your phone. And so does anyone, are you familiar with that? And if so, maybe can someone give me information in regards to that? Yes, there's a pastor here um, uh, under what they call under my covering, you know, that terminology. Name is Pastor Nickerson, and he uses it. Okay. Um, he uses you use it right through. You can uh, give right. You can uh, go online and download it and uh, give to your church right from your home. Mm-hmm. Um, so um, it's supposed to be secure. I don't know if they're taking percentage, you know, we use a square at church. Right. Mm-hmm. And yeah. they take a small percentage. Mm-hmm. The same way Visa or MasterCard does when you go to the store. Mm-hmm. Right. So, mm-hmm. um, yeah, it's supposed to be safe. I have a pastor that's using it now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I use Square also for my business and also for the, for the church as well. But I was thinking that with this right here, because he was saying that you know, it, you know, no matter where you are, if you know, you know, get up at three o'clock in the morning and God has directed you to give, you can just get online and, and a mobile app, or I guess on on your computer as well, and then just give that way. And um, so I, he and he just kind of gave us he said it was a mobile app, and so I had not really heard of it. And I was uh, when we were talking, he was speaking in regards to um um them going overseas and and, and far as uh, go go fund dot go what is it go dot com or whatever then I that just sort of came into my mind and I was thinking that you know it sounds good and everything but I really have not used it and didn't know anyone that had used it other than the church that I was at on Sunday. Mm-hmm. Amen. Amen. 
Amen. Uh, so, yeah, it's supposed to be safe and secure. Anyone else? Okay. <laughs> we want you uh, to, just asking that you would pray for uh, my family, my yeah. wife, and uh, the family here, McCormick and uh, 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 you know, my family, Griffin family, and all those pertaining to my the loss of my father-in-law. He was 92 years old. Um, tomorrow at Gaines Funeral Home, for those of you in Cleveland, <clears throat> viewing at Gaines is um, all day. And then on Saturday morning at uh, 10 o'clock to 11, we're having the week and the home going at 11 o'clock. We solicit your prayers. As a matter of fact, while I've been talking to you, I was just uh, inboxed that uh, my second son and his family are on the way from Virginia right now. Mm-hmm. They'll be coming in about 1 o'clock uh, uh, in the morning. So, you know, we're going to have a, a busy weekend. Yes. <clears throat> so... Um, I thank God, amen, for you. Appreciate you all. Again, I want to say that at the end of August next year, August next month, it'll be two years that we've been on the round table, and, and I do thank God for you all and amen. for your support. Uh, pray for us. There's a lot of uh, um, ministry things to uh, uh, to get done. There's supposed to be a consecration for me in uh, two weeks. Mm-hmm. I know you have a, a question in your head, amen, about that. You know, mm-hmm. I can talk to you about it tomorrow. It's yes, it's sir. coming to pass. It's 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 working out. Okay. Uh, <laughs> and so um, I thank the Lord, amen, for you. Hope We hope and pray all minds are clear. Just want to say this to you. Whatever the Spirit of the Lord says, you know, do it. Just like Mary told those uh, servants mm-hmm. at the wedding in Canaan, whatever he says, do it. Mm-hmm. Tells you to go, do it. And let, let me just say this real quick before I release you. There's a woman of God on my page that's in Nigeria right now. She lives in London, England. She is Nigerian. She said, "Amen." The Lord told her to go back to Lagos, to go back to Nigeria. Mm-hmm. Her, um, uh, she didn't have the money. She just had enough to get the ticket and go. And a few more dollars left over. Her family, her children, were basically saying, Mama, don't do that. You know, um, don't, do it, don't do it, don't do it. She said, I have to. The Lord told me to go. Mm. She's there right now. And when she got there, um, somebody um, put her up in a place. Somebody bought her furniture. Mm. Everything was Everything was taken care of. Because she was obedient to God. When God yeah. took those, she went. Mm-hmm. Even though it didn't look like it made sense. Okay. And so I just leave that with us. Whatever God tells us to do, mm-hmm. say, let's do it. Mm-hmm. Whether it's big, whether it's small, whether it seems strange, whether uh, whether your name is Joshua and he tells you to march around the walls mm-hmm. you know, X amount of times and don't say nothing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Just do what he says, because there will be a God result at the end. Amen. We thank God, amen, for you. We just want to ask somebody to be volunteer to release us in prayer. I'll do. I'll be glad to do that. Father God, I just do thank you for my brothers and sisters here, and Father, just um, we thank you for your word. 
Father, we thank you for the Holy Spirit. Father, we just thank you for what you're doing. Father, we just thank you that you give us a hope. And Father, we just ask that our faith would be so strong that when others see us, they'll ask, what is the reason for the hope that is within us, Lord? Let us bring glory to your name. I hold up Martin Griffin and his wife and their family in this coming Saturday. Father, I just praise the Lord that this dear man's with you. No more pain, no more suffering, that he's dancing before your throne, Lord. And Father, I just ask that you just use this time in their family for those who do not know you, Father, that you would just use this time for them to think about, if I was to die today, where would I be? And Father, we just ask that your name be glorified. Father, we convict us when we're not obedient. Father, give us your wisdom and discernment, Lord. And we thank you, Lord, that you're coming again and your return is soon. Thank you for your love for us. And we just do ask this in the name of our precious Lord and Savior and coming Messiah and King, the Lord Jesus. Amen. 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 God bless you, saints. Thank you. Everybody have a good evening. Good night. Good night.
With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.